There. Just, We're just listen to me. Okay. Hi. Hey. Okay. So we were talking about Dublin, right? What's yes. going on in Dublin? Mm-hmm. And you had uh, basically said that's what you get. That's what you get when you don't assimilate. <laughs> right. I was talking about well, my theory of on assimilation. Right? Yeah. Right. right. Okay. So we're we're talking and, and, and these folks that have that've come to these countries, the government has let them in against uh you know, all of the laws basically that these countries have on the books and they just let them in, right? Mm-hmm. That's correct. And they said, you know, come here, do this, you know, we'll take you, we'll give you X, Y, and Z. But eventually X, Y, and Z runs out, right? That's correct. And you haven't given these people any mechanism by which to come become a citizen. Right? No, or the motivation to become a citizen. Right, because they've been on the dole, and you can't, and, and, and they can't get work permits and work visas, and they, they can't work. No. You've brought them here on a welfare permit. That's right. And Where, the, these people did not did not pretty much decide that they're going to come and work for their new area to assimilate to where they're they're going to be we're talking about dublin here and there happens to be a huge demonstration by the residents and the the citizens of ireland where people are a little upset because the government decided to let all these people in and not hold them to account where well, they well, need we, to we assimilate. talked about we talked about this before it's not it's right. not being held to account it's the government completely and totally disregarded their own laws and fast tracked people into their country without carefully vetting who they were correct okay and they promised them X, Y, and Z. Now X, Y, and Z is running out because the political winds are changing. Mm-hmm. And people are waking up and opening their eyes. I mean, Jesus Christ, look what just happened to Eric Adams today. Mm-hmm. He's getting well, didn't, lambasted. Didn't, <laughs> didn't, well, no, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He spoke out against what was going on. He's like, we can't do this anymore. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. We're going to need $8 billion or $12 billion, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's absolutely absurd to me that one week they can go after him for a campaign finance violation. They can investigate this guy, right? Mm-hmm. Right after he speaks out about what's what he's watched happening in Europe, and that's going to happen in New York City. It's already happening, man, right? That's right. So he's speaking out against the administration who's doing this to his city, and he's got his hand out, right? That's correct. So now suddenly he's got caught in a, in a hotel room with a hooker. Oh, Oh, well. he's got a sexual now he's got a rape charge or a sexual harassment charge that uh, that made uh, the top of the pile of uh, the news over the past 24 hours. So, so what you're telling me is the government that's been that he was he was condoning and allowing to push their agenda and not what was best for the people. And he says, hey, we can't afford this. And well, we have, and gets caught, and then all of a sudden, when the federal government, when you go against them and the narrative that they want you to portray, oh look, you have a hooker in a hotel room. Now we're coming after yeah, you. Exactly. Well, well, the problem becomes right. Yeah. Uh, the problem becomes you have, uh, um, 
you've got Eric Adams, who's who's a loser anyways, right? He's he's a zero. Mm-hmm. He's he's just a, a complete and total moron. That's correct. He's he's just happens to be a complete and total moron. That's the mayor of you know the pretty much the largest city in the in the country. <laughs> he he gets elected. And he's a former cop, and all this lawlessness happens, and all this immigration. He gets up there, he buys into the party line, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's like, well, wait a minute. Reality starts biting him in the ass. Right. Can you imagine what it's got to be like to be him? Oh, well. Not, it. look, I mean, let's let's not just, let's not, I don't feel badly for him. No. Because he put himself into the pickle barrel with these people, mm-hmm. right? You know, you reap what you sow. That's right. Yeah. He's got to be like, holy shit. What have I done? That's right. What have I done? And now he's he's neck deep in oh. fecal material. Yes. Well, this is this is a this is a fascist state, mm-hmm. right? Where this is <laughs> everything they said that Donald Trump was going to do, they they've just done it, right? What goes around uh, their boomerang it's what they're what they're again it's it's my theory from before whatever they accuse us meaning the patriots of doing they've already done it and they're trying to deflect blame from themselves onto the rest of us because they want to include us in their wrongdoing and we're all standing there saying we didn't do anything wrong you're doing it and you don't want to be held account how to right. account, which is why I said in the beginning that good old Mayor Adams, you know, and the the hordes of people that are coming here are not being held to account to assimilate to our way of life. Welcome to the no, Signal they're... 50 podcast, everyone. How are you? <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. You know, we just kind of came into this. Alpha says to me, just just hit record because we were having just this record because we have these conversations and we want to share them with you. So, hi, welcome. Now I have to I had to edit the music in on the beginning before the show. Ah. <laughs> music, music. It's a holiday. Take a break. All right, dude, just wanna... this is the quality product. I was happy with. Anyway. Well, it's fine. <sighs> Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow. Hey, listen, you know. There's a lot going on, right? Oh, yeah. We were talking about the bridge, too. We came, came to our attention that we thought it was just a car bomb, but then there's another story that was poorly written, <laughs> ta- spoken in word salads uh, from the Republic. Uh, from the Republic. Uh, oh. They talked about how there was, there was, you know, uh, this is still under investigation. We don't know what the hell's going on. All, the, all I know is they shut down the bridges from Canada and New York after there's an explosion and there was, it was classified by the FBI as a uh, unsuccessful attempted uh, terrorist attack. I've never heard that charge before, but okay, whatever the FBI says, they, okay. What's the source on that one? So it's one I sent to you there. Oh yeah. That, that the word salad article. Okay. So let's, let's talk about that article. That article is trash. It is. That's that's why it's very important that you kind of, Whatever sources you get, you kind of read between the lines and try to understand what the hell they're saying. Uh, because the the, the the term when you're reading news these days, I think, needs to be wait a minute. <laughs> just just wait a minute. What, what the hell is this thing saying? Yeah. 
what are you trying to tell me exactly? Right, right. So, I get we we still uh, this still bothers me. The FBI is coordinating. Oh, excuse me. Uh, uh, wanted to find this here because it doesn't make any sense to me. This whole this whole thing about the car exploding. Because if it had, let me ask you this question: If it exploded, there was they they say in the article that there was unexploded uh, material inside the car. I, How does I, that happen? That is that that okay. Firstly, firstly, yeah. If if why are we even talking about that article for real? I, I because I'm using it. As I dismissed an that entire article out of hand. I know, and I'm doing it as as a as a way to show everyone that when you're reading an article, you have to kind of. Look at how the language is, is put down so that you can be educated on how to discard it. You know, oh. assess your assess your sources. That's all. That that is one of the most poorly written articles I have I have read in a number of years. Mm-hmm. And one would be led to believe that that was a car laden with explosives, right? Turned over. Okay, because the incident. Presently under investiga- in investigation by the FBI, and is being classified as an alleged attempted act of ten- terrorism, which I've never heard before. That's why this article I'm bringing up right now. Okay, wait a minute. Stop. Time out. Time out. Time out. Yeah. Pump the brakes, sir. Pump the hate brakes. <laughs> okay, Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'm just bringing this up for education. Okay, so so the before the car was laden with explosives, right? Mm-hmm. And now it's an attempted, maybe possibly, act of terrorism. That's right. You know what this you is? You can't it's have called... one without the other. Yeah. BS yeah. buzzer is out, everyone. This was all BS. Uh, this whole this whole story what, what, is crap. What was the name of the publishing house on that one? Who, who uh, published The Republic that? Brief. The Republic, the Republic Brief. Brief. Trash. Trash. Garbage. Garbage. Yep. And you it was actually a lot of today. You got to kiss a lot of frogs before you get to the truth sometimes. That's right. So just because you can string some words together and then it actually becomes longer than a regular sentence and it becomes a uh, word salad. That's what this is. So just be careful what you're reading, everyone. I think if the explosion had explosives in it, it wouldn't have done just that. Well, that was ridiculous. I mean, I looked at it. I mean, it was like something something out of the Dukes of Hazard. When you watch the video, <laughs> it's like... Somebody either okay. Look, let's let's be honest here. Okay, somebody could have intentionally done that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Somebody could have had a medical incident and done that, right? Yep. Just because it happened doesn't make it an act of terror. Mm-hmm. I remember the old days of reporting. There was an incident at that that uh, the authorities are investigating now. Like five minutes later, an act of terrorism. You know, Fox News pimp the fear. Mm-hmm. Yep. But we went from an environment, you know, 25 years ago where it was something happened, the police are investigating, and they're going to tell you what's going on when they figure it out. Right. Now it's, let's play a game. It's called Everybody Has an Opinion. Let's jump to conclusions. Right? So what what we're seeing now is, I think, as a direct result the 20 hour 24 hour news cycle that all this all this i mean for us to sit here just think about this alpha for us to sit here and talk about this 
for just for just under an hour, you and I just kind of talk about the news and you know what what conversations we have. And we record it, but great, wonderful. But it does take some forethought of what we're going to talk about and how we're going to present it, so that it makes sense and it doesn't sound boring that we're rambling on. Okay, I've been accused of rambling. I get it, but I understand. But think about a twenty-four hour news cycle in one day. How they have to come up with the same thing. And I keep hearing it over and over and over again. They keep repeating the same thing, just like this article did. Except it doesn't, it, it, it's, they're saying the same thing over and over again with a, with a different word in the middle there to change from one hour to the next. I think they're trying to give gravitas to a situation by pimping it in, in a similar manner. Mm-hmm. You know, to bring it to the above the fold and to keep it alive you know, keep pimping it and pimping it and pimping because it. Because this thing happened Wednesday, this past yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, this is, this is all so foolish. Yeah. Why? Because they need a distraction away from the doorknob in the White House. Well, I don't know about that. I just think that these people are just, I think their main mission is to sell fear. If mm-hmm. it bleeds, it leads. Terrorism sells. An accident at the uh, the Friendship Bridge or Rainbow Bridge crossing, you know, uh, you know, an elderly man suffered a, a cardiac arrest, and and his his right foot got jammed on the accelerator as he was having a heart attack, and he crashed. I mean, that doesn't sell. Mm. Act of terror at the border. You know, bombing. Injury. Well, that explains. So that explains why they're calling this an alleged attempted. <laughs> Act of terrorism. <laughs> what the hell is even that? I I, mean, I've I never get... heard that before. Well, I was reading headlines: massive explosion at the rocks, the border, and I'm talking like on CNN and Fox, yeah, and 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 the usual suspects with massive explosion rocks. You uh-huh. know, you know that's the big headline, and it's like I can't wait for them to announce that it was like an, an 89 year old guy traveling had a medical incident and killed his wife by the side of the highway. Yeah. I'm sorry that happened. However, mm-hmm. that's, that's how this story is probably going to end. Right. Because they're trying to, they're trying to, to pump whatever, <sighs> whatever nonsense that they can get a narrative out of it to, to, to cause people to look the other way. Anyway, there you have it. I, I it's, it's absurd. It's absurd. Sounds like I, it. I, I think the world's gone absolutely bonkers, Bravo. I think so too. I <laughs> although although people are starting to wake up and not accept whatever is being spoon fed to us in the news uh, as as uh, maybe uh, we should start thinking critically about what is being told to us. I think that's that's the that's the new message, uh, especially with what's going on. In, in regards to the uh, media matters stuff that's going on right now, what do you think? Oh, I think the uh, I think when they start uh, <laughs> I think when they start to go for discovery and subpoenas go out uh, in the case and uh, you know uh, subpoena deuces take them, you know produce your documents that uh, proves where this money came from and went. Uh, during this period of time and who you were taking orders from, who you were being paid by mm-hmm. during this time period when you were doing this to X Corporation. I think that's going to be really revealing, don't you? Oh, very much so. 
And I think I think that's really what it comes down to is the fact that uh, you you have people that are trying to dis, to get people off of the main story or what's really of in, what should be of interest to everybody because they're oh my god there was an explosion up on the bridge. All right, everyone, confiscate your guns. That's crazy. Well. Uh, well, you know, here's here's the old adage, right? You can you can lie about everything but the money. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's always some smart guy out there that can that can really run down the money part mm-hmm. of just about anything. So all the money, all the money. That's right, all of it. So I I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I've got a couple of things that I was going to get to, you know, offline in our conversation. Now that we were we just decided to hit the record button, I'll throw them at you. Right. You, know, you know, from time to time, Bravo, I give you the update on you know the Second Amendment, Maryland, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff that's going on here. So so let me lay something down for you, okay? Mm-hmm. The Fourth Circuit Court, um. It's a federal court, court, right? Yeah. 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 Struck down the scheme in the state of Maryland for what's called an HQL, handgun qualification license, which is just a a firewall that they put up between you and your Second Amendment right to own or own a handgun in the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, these laws were written by racist Democrats. Okay. Yeah. A long time ago, and and they just won't let them die. But anyhow, nonetheless, the Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals came back and said, "Yeah, can't do that anymore. That's unconstitutional." So what? So, what's the next? What's the next wall they're going to try and build quickly so that people have to go over that next? Well, that's exactly what's happening, and these people are freaking out. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. Do you know how you and I talk all the time about uh, we've mentioned to each other and on the air here a number of times you learn by experience? Mm-hmm. Experiential learning. That's the I, thing. I have yeah. news for you. The usual suspects, mm-hmm. the moms demand actions and the uh, the usual gun control suspects aren't jumping on the bandwagon here. They're not. They're not running to the defense of the state and preventing people from exercising their Second Amendment rights. Why is that? Because crime is absolutely bonkers in this area. Now they're paying attention? Isn't that interesting? Bravo, the crime is absolutely bonkers here. Absolutely bonkers. Really? Oh, they have... Have you been paying attention? Oh yes. Oh no, no, no. I, I, I'm being facetious, my friend. I, well, I know. You, I know. You know, exactly. how, you know how I send you every time I, I find an article like that. I tweet it to you, right? I know. I, I, I see it all the time. It, it's, it's like, oh, no surprise. Oh, look at Baltimore's a flying. Uh, you know, a, a war zone. Wonderful. Great. Another, well, you know, the the point here is, you know, for anybody that's listening, you should really subscribe to Bravo's uh, Twitter account. Mm. Where I where I tweet things to him, and so we talk about a lot of those things. When I when I come up about it, it's like you know the, the um, there's there's somebody else that we like that you know has a theory. Is it bad enough yet? You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly the right way to look at it. And yep, Dan Bongino. I, I, well, yeah, sure. And, and I'm just looking for those signs out there. And and is it getting bad enough? So usually on a Second Amendment thing like this, when the state gets trounced in court, yeah, they like come this up with judge, stupid. 
the well, of course, the judge was like, "Are you kidding me? You can't do this. Look at all these other states that that where this was ruled unconstitutional. Why don't you just learn to listen? Right? Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> and and they can't stop. Yeah, I know. And they invent something new, and they get they get murdered every time they do it. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, the usual suspects who say, "Oh my God, it's going to be carnage in the street, and it's a bloodbath, and the criminals, and the this." You're not getting the usual supporters of laws that don't work anyways anymore. Mm. You're getting more, you know, like, look, I don't really contribute a lot on Twitter to these discussions, but I know who's who. Mm -hmm. You're not getting in my area, the vocal whining left wing response that you might've gotten. Let's say a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. I, I I frequent a, a, a gun store mm-hmm. down in, in Rockville, right? Yep. And I went in there the other day, and I've got news for you, my friend. There was a line out the door and around the building of people waiting to get taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yep. So whatever, again, this is this is another example of boomerang. And oh, the law of unintended consequences. That's right. That's right. So, yeah. we, you know, here's here's the thing. Um, I, you know, Hochul just decided that she was going to uh, the one of the one of the circuit courts. I think it was New York State Circuit Court uh, appeals uh, said it's oh it's fine you can you can have it's 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 okay to have uh, you declare an emergency. Let's say it's a medical, you know, outbreak or something. Then you can just take people and round them up and put them into camps. Sure, it's fine. That happened. That did happen. When did that happen? This week before Thanksgiving. It was actually uh, late last week. Some it was it was it was, the, it was uh, Monday. I'm sorry, it was Monday. Or are they, are they trying to line this up with the new uh, with the new respiratory virus that they're starting to pimp in China now? That's right. There you go. Oh, They're well, playing the same election playbook. season. Election season. Rabbit election season. season. Duck yes. season. Yes. Oh, shit. Here we go again. We're going to ride this. We're going to run the same playbook again. They're trying. Except this time it's bigger, badder, and deadlier. Oh, yes, of course. We're going to have to go to the marketing firms in L.A. to get the big, bad name for That's it. That's right. That's right. Yes. So so they, they just, this is going on to the next level of the, it's, it's on the appeal. Uh, but it, it's it's absolutely asinine that the state you know and um, what are we seeing here we're seeing these these non-logical absurd laws coming out of these these legislatures and being signed by the governor and people are looking at them saying what is wrong with you well what it feels like is these people on the left-hand side of the aisle the hokels and the the clintons and the obamas and, and a lot of these people it's almost as if they've kind of made promises to people and they're laying the groundwork for kind of an easy repayment plan. Mm. Get what I'm get where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Huh. That's weird. Uh, Feels weird, doesn't it? Yep. Yeah. I mean, here's another here's another ditty of a of a legislation. So uh Michigan Michigan Governor Whitmer dumbass she is. Uh, signs new gun re- uh, restrictions for some convicted of misdemeanors now. 
Now, if it was my understanding, you lost your ability to have a gun if you're convicted of a felony. She's moving it down now to misdemeanors, too. Now, I'm not sure this can get overturned. Well, did you know that the Supreme Court is hearing a case right now and has it, and and they're waiting to draft a decision, I believe, uh, where it was not the intent of the founding fathers who were basically treasonous criminals to begin with. Mm -hmm. Uh, Correct? Yep, that's correct. That's that's absolutely correct. <laughs> they were treasonous criminals, and they thought everybody like them should be able to have guns too. So you know what? Uh, history and tradition is going to be the uh, barometer by which uh, Second Amendment cases are decided because of Heller mm. and uh, Bruin. Um, so I I don't really necessarily like that part mm-hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. However, the laws really aren't stopping felons from possessing or using handguns anyway. No, because so. they don't they don't go to the uh to the clerk's office or the sheriff's office and say, "Hi, I need a permit yeah. for a gun, please. Can I have the paperwork?" Well, they can't pass the background check to possess one. So well, that that's the first problem, right? And then the second problem, well, well, then you have to fill out an application and on there you have to say have you been convicted of a felony? And if you check no on that, then you're, of course, lying on a federal form. Then you're a felon. Correct. But if you would check yes, then you're not going to get your gun. So what do you think these people are going to do? You think they're going to go and get a permit and fill out the application and pay the hundred and Bravo, they're not, they're not, that's, not, that's not how they're getting guns. They're stealing them. That, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm, I'm trying to be, again, facetious because they're not going to follow the law. They're, 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 they they're, running, they're running cars and pickup trucks through the front of gun stores all across the country and stealing hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of guns at a time. That's right. So having, having, a, having a background check only hurts the people that are trying to get them, right? Of course, right. Well, only law-abiding citizens follow the law, right? right. So... <laughs> So anyhow, the First Circuit Court of Appeals goes ahead and strikes down the the handgun uh, possession permit scheme in in the state of Maryland. You know, people aren't buying it anymore, man. Nope. They're not buying it. Not at all. Not even a little bit. So I I, I just wanted to tell you about that. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know, man. The world is very upside down right now. It feels... Uh, Feels very interesting. Uh, I, from what I'm hearing, that the whole, all the prosecutions against Trump, we talked about it last time, are, are seriously falling apart. Very much so. And we said a long time ago that this was the last act of a desperate man. Right. That's correct. This Corn- is bad stuff. Yep, cornered animals. That's what they are. Democrats oh. are cornered, and they have nowhere else to go except stupidity. Well, their bright boy, Eric Adams, that should be the barometer of what they're willing to do to burn their own to get what they want. That's right. You serve a purpose, and then we eat you. That's what happens. You're eating their own, everyone. That's what's happening. Well, we knew it would happen eventually, right? Yep. That's really funny. Yep. It's really funny. So, uh, I don't know. Hey, do you, do you remember that situation I told you about with the burglar alarm at the... at? Uh, I, I remember you telling me you didn't tell anyone else of our listeners. No, so I, I'm sure I, I they didn't tell anybody story. else. I, I kind of wanted to, to see how this would uh, to wind up to tell you how the story ended, right? Uh-huh. Because we had a – you and I had a lot of discussion about it. That's you know? correct. And you immediately were like, you need to do X, Y, and Z. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. 
unless you get the price. option uh, the out the uh, unless you get the output you or the, uh, the results you like a reasonable result that's correct all right so all right anybody anybody so uh, I get a call uh, last week blah blah or this week earlier uh, burglar alarm second floor uh, I'm a I'm a responsible person for a piece of property in the neighborhood and I'm on the call list for the alarm company right yep. So I was like, huh, I kind of blew it off at first. I kind of, I, I just didn't understand what I was being told at first. I hung up the phone mm. and they call back and they're like, Hey, are you so-and-so? I'm like, yes, I am. Why? Well, we're the alarm company and there's a burglar alarm going off at this address that you are signed up as the responsible party for. Alpha Sierra like, 288. Yes. You are the one that's on <laughs> yes. the list. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Exactly. I was like, Oh crap. I'm like, uh, our police en route. And she's like, yeah, we dispatched the police. I'm like, okay, I live 150 yards away. I'll, I'm, I'm going to head down that way. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, cool. So I get down there and it's a, it's a burglar alarm for sure. And I know the resident quite well. Her car wasn't parked where it was supposed to be. I had no idea if she was home or not. We've had a rash of vandalism and theft in the area. And it's kind of weird. Um, so I pounded on her door, got no response. Cop showed up and I had keys and I said, Hey, she's not responding. Her car's not where it's supposed to be. I don't see any signs of forced entry, but I don't really feel comfortable going in the house. Would you take care of that for me? <laughs> and they said to me, sir, uh, no, that's not our policy. There's no obvious signs of a break in here and we're not going in the house. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was well, like, so let me get this straight. Oh, time out. Yeah. So you know the person has entrusted you, although you forgot. I get it that you were the yeah. designated responder to this. Well, I have keys, so yeah, 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 yeah. Right. But you forgot or whatever, and uh, so you get over there, and the police are there already, and they're standing outside. The no, door. no, no. I got there before the police. I'm sorry, you got there before the police. Yeah, about about a minute before the police. Oh, okay, technicality's fine. All right, so you get there first. But you're not running in there because that's you're not a police officer. Last time I checked, straight right? up, right. correct, 100 percent correct. Right, and and when you and I have had to force ourselves into a, a residence, we don't do it until the police arrive, so that when we break something with a Halligan bar and an axe, also known as the irons, uh, we're not going to be uh, we're indemnified. That's how that's how that works, right? Am I correct? Yeah, well, exigent, exigent circumstances. That's right? right. We want to check the welfare. Okay. Right. So, so, you, so you're turn- standing there. Well, I'm, I'm going to make sure I understand this because All it's right. still crazy to me. You're standing there. The police got there. And then you say, uh, you know, there's the car is not present. She's not answering her phone or he or whoever lives there. Yep. And you tell turn to the police and say, okay, go clear the clear the house. That's your job because you, right. you got the stuff. Right. Right, right. So they called me. They tried calling the resident five times. No answer, no answer, no answer, no. So they got to me next, right? So to keep that clear, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I told them, I said, hey, man, um, I've got keys. I'm going to open the door. I need you to clear the house for me <laughs> because she's not home, and there's no reason why her interior motions are going off. She has no – she's got no pets. Right. No but, pets in the house. But the motion sensors are also sensitive to pets, uh, depending on the right. size of the pet. 
So right, you know, yeah, but there's no there's no way anything went off in the house. Is my point. So the motion sensors went off. So we know that because the alarm company told you the motion sensors went off. All right, right, and I know she has no pets and her car's not where it's supposed to be. And motion and sensors are really the good. They're very they're extremely yeah. reliable to let they're you know good. if they get tripped, something happened. Okay, something is in the house, right? right. So I'm a little freaked out, right? Yeah. Because I'm a little freaked out. And the cops just straight up told me. And I looked at him and I said, you're telling me that your policy is that even when somebody responds with keys that apparently is a responsible person for the property, and I'm telling you that you have my permission to go in and do a quick once over of the house to make sure I'm not going to walk into an ambush Am I being clear? Crystal. Uh, what, you're, what you're telling me is you can't do that. And they're like, that's affirmative. Cannot do that. I'm like, all right. So I said, well, I guess I'm going to have to do it then. <laughs> so I go to the door. I slip the key in the door and I said, well, boys, I'll tell you what. Um, if you hear a commotion on the inside, uh, feel free to join in, right? <laughs> So I walked into the house. I had my pistol with me, turned the light on, and I'm clearing the house because mm-hmm. this woman's had a beef with her neighbors. And I don't know the whole story, but there's something going on there. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of friction, and I don't really get involved with that shit. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little nervous. And, and it turns out she was upstairs kind of stuck a little bit in the tub, and she couldn't get to her phone because she'd been in a car accident. So we kind of helped her out of that situation. So she had a medical medical problem. Yeah, she was about to. Um, she had. She was about to. Uh, she was going to be stuck in the uh, in the in the in the tub, and I was forced to help her out. And it's a good thing I know how to do such things. Um, but uh, yeah, I had to clear the house. So we got done taking care of that, and the cops stuck around for a second. I went outside and I talked to him. I said, "Hey, listen." Um, so what you're telling me here, it's your policy that you won't go into a house with a burglar alarm with no information, no respondent. You're telling me your policy is not to clear the house. And they're like, that's what I'm telling you. So as you and I had discussed, I was very upset by this, right? Mm-hmm. You I, was were. Like, well, I was like, why? I don't understand. Because they don't want to clear the house. Maybe. Well, yeah. it's because they feel that they, they you know, there's, okay, well, we're fast forwarding. Let me, mm-hmm. let me get to the point. That really fumed me. I was pissed. Mm-hmm. So I decided, I said, okay, guys, thanks. Have a great night. You know, not, I'm not going to argue with these guys. Right. I think they were a little shocked that a handgun came out of my waistband with a light on it. And I went in after the problem, you know, mm-hmm. they were a little, little, puzzled by this and questioned my uh well if they're not going to do the job you someone's got to do it <laughs> well they were questioning my ability to do so i for a split <laughs> second and i was just like no, care, junior. <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude I got, I, I got a gun at home in my drawer that's older than you um i i concluded that incident that night and i was pissed I was just pissed. What if what if it'd been serious? Right. What if I'd walked in there and and I had had to do something stupid? Not well, stupid, they'd arrest but, you. Well, of course, without hesitation, they would have arrested me. They would have arrested course. you for defending yourself or the person's property. Right. 
they wouldn't do it, so I did. You know, and what they don't know is that was all on tape. Well, again, that's um, <laughs> well, the commutative property does apply too. Uh, so if they if something had to happen and someone got shot, I mean, the way it goes these days, oh, I would be some, screwed. You'd be screwed, but you would be screwed, not the police officers. See, that's right. I'm not indemnified against anything. No, nope. I'm and not even the police. My well, home. ever since all uh, I was telling you this the other day, ever since all this. BLM bullshit came out and all the all the all yeah. the shut down the police and defund the police and all the, yeah. they're all bad. Well, when you need them, they're not there because they're scared shitless. That's why. Or well, that's well, that's right. You got to feel a little bit bad for these that's guys, right. right? Or they they also understand that they're not going to be protected by their administration. Well, well, yeah, and they took away the qualified immunity too. See, this is this is a systematic destruction of the country. See how this all relates back to the, what we've been talking about over the last few weeks, everyone? Oh, the, yeah. The whole idea here is we want it, the, the who's they? The deep state, the Democrats, the Republicans, the rhinos, all the people that think that the you fascists. and I, the fascists. The fascists. Well, here's, here's the reason why. You, Alpha, me, Bravo, are not able to make determinations of our own well-being. We don't know how to spend our money. We don't know how to take care of ourselves. They want to do it for us. And I tell them to go f- off. That's well, they don't, want to te- they don't want to do it for us. They want to tell us how we're going to do it. Well, that again, it comes down to the fact that they want to be in control, and I'm not giving them the control. Then go screw off. Thank you very much. Well, yeah, fair. However, yeah, you're, you're right. So let's let's continue the story a little sure, bit. Sure, I, so, I sidetracked. So, yeah, sorry. that's okay. So, so I decided I, I stewed on it for a minute. I was really pissed. I was really pissed. Mm-hmm. Seeing that you have to do police work when you're well, not right. carrying a badge. I, okay, exactly. Because if 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 that 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 homeowner were in there under duress, mm-hmm. God forbid. You know, geez. What are you going to do? You going to use dirty <laughs> language at him? You're going to defend yourself? No, for, no. Trust well, me, I can. I can handle that. That's easy for me. Yeah, that's especially a, if they that's fire. That's a fast at you. equation. They fire. That's at you. fast. That's easy. Not the point. The point is, I, I got pissed and I decided. I said, I'm not going to fight with these guys. Mm-hmm. If this is what they're telling me, I'm going to go find out what they're telling me. If that's the truth. Mm-hmm. So I went down to the the precinct house and I, I went down there on a on a Sunday. Mm. And I sat there and I politely waited and there was a girl there. I says, Hey, listen, I'd like to talk to a, a supervisor. I don't have a big problem here. I just want to question, ask a question. So the gal says, yeah, the Lieutenant will be with you in a minute. I'm like, cool. So this Lieutenant comes out. It's nice enough. Guy shook my hand, looked me in the eye. Fair enough. He says, I'm going to record the conversation. If that's cool. I'm like, fine, cool. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not ashamed of what I'm going to tell you. Cause what I'm telling you is the truth. I said, I didn't come down here to complain about your officers. I came down here to just check about what they said to me. Mm. Is it true that your officers are not allowed to enter a premises under these following circumstances? And he says, well, I'm going to look into the nature of the call, and I'm going to look into this, that, and the other thing. And I, I went on, and I said, I had to go do the, the, the clearing of the house, if it had been a bad situation, you and I both know that your guys would have arrested me so I, you know, on the spot, right? That's right. And he <clears> looked <throat> at me and he shook his head, and he's like, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm like, great. Okay, at least at least he's honest, right? Yeah. 
And he says, well, let me look into it. He says, I need to know all the details and I'll get back to you. I'm like, cool. So he writes me a note. Mm-hmm. It, it pops up, you know. Uh, I gave my email address and all the stuff. He writes me, you know, he says, Mr. Uh, Mr. So-and-so, you know, thank you for stopping down, expressing your concern. I'm going to answer that question for you. I'll get you the information you're looking for. I'm like, okay, cool. So you and I were talking and you're like, well, well shit, man, you've got this. And just Hulk smash. No, no, I'm not going to Hulk smash. No Hulk smashing. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, I went down there. I talked to a man to man. Right? Yeah to see what he did. And I was going to see how he, I didn't think he was handling me. I think he took my request to him to clarify what they told me seriously. Mm -hmm. Because I took the time to go talk to this man face to face. Mm -hmm. I didn't put it on social media. I didn't yell about it anywhere else. I just went to talk to him. All right. So he writes me back. Lo and behold, a couple of hours ago that you don't know, I got an answer back. On Thanksgiving? On Thanksgiving. Well, something to be thankful for, maybe. A very well thought out, very well worded email back to me saying, Mr. So-and-so, we appreciate your concern. However. (laughs) We we have, I've taken your question and I've applied the detail to, to the answer. You know, the con- put it into context for you. He said, it is our policy that we do not, it is a written policy, we do not enter unless under the following circumstances. And in the context of your situation, the circumstances didn't match it. He said, however, we're going to allow, we're going to, we're going to change the policy a little bit to maybe allow a little more leeway or flexibility for the officers mm-hmm. to use a little more discretion in a similar circumstance. Mm. Because as it turned out, maybe the officers entering the house could have been the right thing to do considering the occupant might have been in distress. Mm-hmm. So he came back with a perfectly logical, mm-hmm. honest, mm. reasonable, well worded, polite response. I I can't. I'm sometimes, they, sometimes they do it right. I guess. Yeah. Congrats, LT. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote him back. Lieutenant, thank you very much for the uh, information on your policy as it's, uh, you know, your, your policy as it's written. I have zero issue with your officers. Please express my, Sincere regrets if there's any miscommunication of my frustration with them. I just was curious about policy. Uh, they're good guys. They did a good job. They're cool. Anything you need, let me know. Thank you very much for the polite and honest response. Appreciated. I will be taking this kind of up. You know, I'll communicate with you if I decide to take this a little higher to discuss it as a policy, mm-hmm. not as a criticism of your officers. Mm-hmm. You know, thank you very much for helping me understand. Happy holidays. You know, give the guy an opportunity, right? All right. Maybe you can change things that way. Or maybe you can actually find somebody who's, who gives a shit. True. Did I change anything or did I find somebody who might give a shit? You found someone that gives a shit. Yep. I think you realized I wasn't out to crucify him. And See, so this is, this is a great example. I, I you know, after... Because I just found out about the result. I knew the whole story, of course, beforehand. But we didn't share it yet because we didn't know what, the way it ended. 
But I figured while you were telling the story, some this must have ended well because we're talking about it right now. And and now you have a policy that's being reconsidered because yeah. the situation could have been worse. And I'm glad it wasn't. Look, the occupant's oh, good. Yeah. You know, there wasn't any, you know, but it well, I mean, what ifs and could be's are possibilities. I mean, and you can never ever, ever, ever plan for every situation. Sure, sure. But look, you do look, plan, you do what we call a pre plan for what happens if, and in this situation, it wasn't a burglary. It was actually no. someone that needed medical assistance. Well, as it turns out, she needed a little bit of assistance. Right. And, uh, you know, she had set the motions off upstairs and then got herself into the tub, couldn't get out to get her phone, which was two stories below her. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a, a series of circumstances that led up to a, you know, holy crap, this isn't good mm-hmm. <laughs> situation. So a little nuance would have been useful, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, but uh, thankfully everything worked out. And, and these officers, you know, instead of getting a complaint in their jacket, as it turned out, I complimented them. Mm-hmm. I didn't question them. I only questioned the policy. Mm-hmm. So it you- was like, I so, can't believe what you're telling me. <laughs> so in the, in the, in the auspices of being smart and uh, not being smart and not right, meaning of course you could have gone to, you know, the old X Twix or whatever the hell it's called sure. it these days and made a whole big deal. And it gets out to the, but what does that do except get people really upset and put everyone on the defensive when you can actually be proactive, which is what you were doing alpha you're being proactive and and looking for answers to better address a, a situation in the future. And by giving officers a little bit more uh, a back, give back a little bit more of that trust that we should be giving all of our officers to use their common sense, right? And, well, and to, right. And, and to... And to do what's right and allow them to do what's right instead of putting their hands behind their back and saying, you can't do crap. Well, let's talk about the policy for a quick second, right? Yeah. Let's just, let's just keep it at the policy level because you do policy stuff. Mm -hmm. So the policy is we don't go into houses. We don't do this, that, and the other thing. Right. And And I just, when, when the officer on the scene was telling me this, I was like, are you kidding me? I says, don't you guys have keys to Knox boxes? Mm. And he said, yeah, we do. So is the fire department. I says, there's a Knox box on this house and there's an alarm going off inside. Mm -hmm. There's the Knox box. You know, I was trying that ploy to see what they would say. They're like, sir, we can't. I'm like, but the fire department could, if it were another kind of alarm, you know, the fire department could come. There's a Knox box on the house. They unlock the Knox box. They walk right in the door, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yes, sir. Like, so what you're telling me here is I should have been called the fire department. <laughs> they didn't much care for that, but that's a true story, right? That's right. Now, how many of these alarms have we gone to where the doors are locked? <laughs> well, we There's no smoke right coming in. through. There's no fire through the roof. There's no smoke coming out. There's, you know, there wasn't a, I mean, there's different types of these types of calls. I've been on 
where there's no smoke showing, we're not going to break down the door and, and go looking for smoke when there's nothing coming out. However, if we get a if we get a call and it's different and it's from a medical alarm company or it's check the welfare, we've gotten those too. You've been on those check the welfare. Oh yeah. And they, how many times have you gone to a a check the welfare and you find Grandpa slumped over the tub because he fell off the toilet with a heart attack? That's right. Cardiac arrest, CPR, yeah. the whole nine yards, bring them to the hospital, and then they're dead. I get it. Oh, oh, my favorite was check the odor. Oh, yeah, check the odor. Unknown un- unknown odor. So it, these kinks can go bad, everyone. Oh, yeah. We're telling you these war stories just so you understand what's <laughs> – you never know what you're walking through, walking into. You never know. So in this situation, when you told me that the person was, you know, it's not, not – medical distress need to go to the hospital but needed some help because of a prior injury that constitutes a medical assistance call you know yeah granny but fell her car, or, but her, her car wasn't there and and now you're that's a con and it that's didn't a come confi- in as a, it didn't come in as a fire alarm either that's it right and it's a confounding medical. it's a conflicting factor so the police officers could have been hung out to dry we didn't do that you didn't do that i, I was just no, listening to the story absolutely not and no. and what 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 does that do so by these, so what you're describing right now, Alpha, I think it's really important we talk about this really quick. It's called decision-making chains. One decision leads to another decision, leads to another decision, leads to another decision, to the outcome, okay? And most, in most emergencies, most, it, it, we, they use this a lot in plane accidents, car, you know, uh, or, or medical issues where something happens because something wasn't done or it was missed. These chain, the, the, the one results of another decision makes another decision. And if the, deci- if, the, if, the, if, if the questions being asked or the decisions being made based on those questions being asked don't follow the right procedure, sometimes bad things happen. Now, in your situation, you, you know, instead of going to social media or calling the no. news or demanding their badges or they should no. be fired... What'd no. you do? You said, hey, you know what? I don't have a problem with the cops. I got a problem with the policy. The lieutenant explains it to you. And what the lieutenant says makes a lot of sense. We need to sure. reevaluate this policy so that our officers have a little bit more discretion so that they any situation they have, we entrust the officers with some uh, ability to do the job instead of telling them how to do the job. So when everyone, going back to the decision to defund the police or Black Lives Matter, which all yeah. lives matter. Man, you should have seen this poor lieutenant's face when I had him outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I took time out of my Sunday mm-hmm. to go talk to this guy, all right? Mm-hmm. You know, I took time out of my day. And when somebody shows up in person, I think that has an impact you know what i mean well it's it's look you know what you're describing here alpha and, and, and again it, it we, let's let's look at the details here let's look at the sociology here you you took the time to go down there and talk to him in person this is what we used to do 30 yes. years ago yes and i deeply deeply care about these guys that wear a badge i do we, we always say it every day at the end absolutely. of every show absolutely at the end absolutely. of every show we say hey you know all you police officers firefighters oh, yeah, ems yeah. Army, yeah. Navy, Air Force, Marines. Hey, all of it. We mean it. We mean it because we, you know, we we're in that chain of 
of a response to. Look, and- if you look, if I look at it like this, Bravo, if if you risk every day coming home underneath a flag, mm-hmm. you have my respect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So these guys get my respect; they get the benefit of the doubt. So what? But my original point being is this: what you need, what we need to do, is enable and 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 trust that. A majority, oh, and I would say ninety percent of the police officers do the right thing, and stop worrying about the least common denominator, quote the bad cop, until you have to deal with a bad cop. And I think your example of dealing with a complaint with with you know with a policy, you have a problem with the policy. You didn't have a problem with the officer. No, no, they were perfectly fine. And look, look what happened when you when you did this in a sane rational manner instead of going and demanding and trying to grab a headline or your 15 seconds of fame. See, see everyone, this is a perfect example of what needs to be done every day. Well, listen, you know, look, you're, you're right. You, you've got to, we've got to learn to, you know, talk to people like they're human beings too. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, don't, don't be so quick to go fly off the handle. Right. And, oh, by the way, don't go to your email. Don't go to social media. And no. for God's sake, look, if you can't make it down there in person, call on the phone. Okay? Talk to them on the phone. This whole how texting about a hand, thing. How about, a handwritten, how about a handwritten note? Handwritten notes are much more personal. See, this is what it comes down to, personal. You're, you're putting your your effort into trying to meet this person or discuss what the problem is. Oh, and, and by the way, you also just, you also has, have displayed how important it is. Oh yeah. How important it is to, to be there or to, to just be in person and, and take the time to try and get people to, to change a, a a policy. It's a, it's the policy we talked about. Look, I, I can't, I can't make anybody change anything. What I can do is I can, you know, try to do activism my own way. Right. Well, it, that's, that's activism my own way. What I did. Well, I don't think it's your, I, I think it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's a little harder because you got to put some effort into it. I mean, yeah. for but this is but the old fa- it's old fashioned. Oh wait a minute, I, I, I got it, I got it because I'm trying to explain, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. It's old fashioned. This this is yes. old fashioned complaints. This is a this is a complaint with a policy, and you addressed it the old fashioned way. And guess what happened? The old fashioned way works better than a text message. Well, I tweet, wasn't attacking. Or, I wasn't attacking this guy. And well, I, that too. I mean, you could go down I, there and, and demand all kinds of stuff, but you didn't. But what I'm saying is, the personal approach is and, and common sense wins I, I the just day. Told, I just told them. I said, "Help me understand this." Yeah, I get it. I get That's it. That's it. You yes. know, look. I mean, and I think everybody needs to start doing that and 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 go down. You know, meet these people. If you've got a problem with something, go talk to somebody face to face. Old fashioned way. The old fashioned way. Do it the old fashioned way. You get, you find, I find it to be a little bit, I I think that guy was a little bit uh, taken aback. 
He says, well, where do you want to sit down and talk? I said, it's a beautiful day outside. Well, we go stand outside in the sunshine, mm-hmm. get you out of the office for five minutes. I said, I'm not going to, I'm not here to attack you. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. You know, and he's like, oh, okay. And we went outside and we just chatted. Mm-hmm. Super nice guy. You know, I got what I wanted. There you have it. Something to be thankful for. Well, absolutely. I mean, this this guy, you know, sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. You know what, now, though? Let's, 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 let's just describe what would happen if, just so everyone can understand, then you go up to the next level. If he gave you the if he gave you the right hand wave, or he said get out of here, no, or, no, he you know, didn't. he didn't. Not no, what all. I'm saying is, if, if you don't get the answer you're looking for, go to the next level. And and if it turns out that the policy was not going to be changed, or it was it was placed because of the upper you know the upper echelons of the police department said yeah. that, then you go to the who's who made this policy? Well, the town count the town board says we can't do it. Well, then you go to the town board and say, hey, in a public why? meeting, why you do this? Because I right. have proof. I, I, Here's what happened. You know, well, right. And and I'm deeply concerned about public safety, but I'm also concerned at the same time about preservation of people's privacy and rights. But it also the changes the it changes the ball game to, you know, do it yourself policing. You're gonna have to be well, your own and, cop. And that's and and that's exactly what I said to the lieutenant. Too. Mm-hmm. I said. If if the new rules here are this is do it yourself policing and you know where I live, I said okay, just tell me if if those are the rules that we have to play by, tell me those are the rules because, because that changes the whole dynamic. Because then you go to the people that actually make the the absurd rules like we've seen in the past three years, and we change the system that way. It takes time; it doesn't happen overnight. But it happened well, on a Thanksgiving though. That's pretty interesting. Well, regardless, you know, people people are, you know, look, th- this guy was completely reasonable. And, you know, hats off to this lieutenant. He did a good job of handling it. I, I was not trying to crucify anybody. I just want to know. Um, and they're going to try to look at the policy and change it. So I'll keep an eye on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, okay, good. Good hats off. You know, look, it's just, it's crazy. The crime The crime rate is out of control. Crime is crazy out of everywhere because if you look at certain blue states versus red states, is the crime out of control in the red states? No, it's not. No, but let, let me, it's definitely out of control in blue cities, though. That's I mean, right. you know, uh, Washington, D.C. is about ready to, uh, oh, I'm sure they've already crossed the threshold by now. Uh, earlier this afternoon, they were celebrating 899 armed carjackings this year. Hmm. 899 armed carjackings, 4,800 felony assaults, over wow. 300 homicides. Jeez. They're having, they're having jump-out robberies, people driving stolen cars, jumping out of the stolen cars, robbing people coming out of department stores, beating the ever-living daylights out of these people at gunpoint, taking all of their shit, getting back in the stolen car and taking off Destroying the car, mm. stealing everybody's shit. You know what this sounds At like? Gunpoint. Well, this is At Grand gunpoint. Theft Auto. This uh, this sounds like Grand Grand Theft Auto, that video game. You know where you run around. Oh yeah, and you, it's yeah. like mayhem all over the place. It is. It's complete and total mayhem. Wow. Well, what the, what these progressives have done is they've opened up the prisons. Mm. That's what the fascists do. 
you know, they open it, up the prisons and so let the crazies run. Let's 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 sum this all up. You know what it is? They cause the problem. They propose the solution to fix the problem that they just caused. Yes, more gun control. They fix the problem in their own minds, their own way. That's not the best way. Like you just demonstrated, there is a better way to solve problems. But let's just talk about the government right now that doesn't know how to do that. They go ahead, they fix the problem that they started and caused in the first place, and here we are. So there's two well, different ways. There's two different ways, and we've, we talked about it on the show at length because I think it's important on this Thanksgiving to really think about where we're going as a country and oh, yeah. be thankful for the fact that some of us out here are using our head and some common sense. Well, look, it's, it's the same old thing. You know, it's like one of my favorite memes from the pandemic. The first leech isn't working. Apply another booster leech. <laughs> you know, the booster leech is the, the failed policies that they keep doing and doing and doing and doing. Over so and over again. what we've shown is, by using a little bit of common sense and an old-fashioned way of problem-solving, you can get much better results than what is going on in the rest of the country right now. Well, that's enough for Thanksgiving here. I'm, I think I've worn off my tryptophan uh, endorphin rush so I didn't fall asleep from all the turkey I just ate. And hope that everyone had a great Thanksgiving. I want everyone I to remind... Turkey. Yes, turkey's awesome. I want to remind everyone to please, please, please uh, share the show, subscribe to the show, uh, leave us a comment, a thumbs up if you could on your favorite podcast outlet. That just lets us know if we're doing the right thing. And make sure you talk about that hard truth with everyone else around you. On this Thanksgiving Eve, uh, well, the night of Thanksgiving, we'd like to thank our social sailors and airmen who were deployed, uh, especially those in the Mediterranean near the Middle East. You're in our thoughts and prayers. Amen. Uh, hope you come home soon. Our police, fire, and EMS, be really careful. It's getting really nuts out there, guys. Uh, please uh, enjoy your enjoy each other's company and keep each other safe. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great thanks rest of your Thanksgiving. Take care.